Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. The Dead Letter. Chapter 32. Part 2. The Master of Avon's Grave is visited by hundreds of thousands of visitors each year, and it has been a prime target for archaeologists wanting to investigate. The Bard's cold, nondescript stone grave slab bears no name, only a slightly disturbing warning. Good friend, for Jesus' sake forbear, to dig the dust enclosed here. Blessed be the man that spares these stones, and cursed be he that moves my bones. Wary of grave robbers, the bard's marker warns against such skullduggery. Many believe the warning has also served to prevent the removal of his remains to a charnel house or Westminster Abbey or the exhumation of his body for examination. Church authorities intend to continue to respect the sanctity of his grave in accordance with Shakespeare's wishes and not allow it to be disturbed, explained Tristan as she swiveled back to face Wade. For now, it appears, we shall have to live with the mystery of not knowing fully what lies beneath the gravestone. The archaeological team's use of non-invasive ground-penetrating radar to examine the grave did permit them to put to bed a few myths about Shakespeare's burial. One story claimed he was buried standing up. Another said that he was buried 17 feet deep to avoid being disturbed, while one suggested he was laid to rest in a family tomb. The scientific team concluded that none of these stories were true. Instead, it appears the poet was buried about three feet deep and was wrapped simply in a shroud rather than placed in a coffin. The team's leader is still convinced Shakespeare's skull was removed from his grave but accepts the evidence is not conclusive, Tristan elaborated. However, the vicar of Holy Trinity is not so certain. I agree with him that, Although we now know much more about how Shakespeare was buried and the structure that lies underneath his ledger stone, there is sufficient evidence to conclude that his skull has been taken. Wade absorbed this info, then introduced the gown legend, but Tristan had never heard of it and could add nothing. The German archaeologist disappeared from the giant screen as suddenly as she had appeared. Wade was not big on drawn-out greetings and salutations. He was now out of his seat and pacing the room. Pacing while thinking was his way of sorting things out. During his discussion with Tristan, Wade had received a text from Denari's financial expert, Nancy Burnell. He had chosen to conclude matters with Tristan before reading Nancy's missive. He now examined her message while treading a back-and-forth path into the room's matted carpet. Wade had asked Nancy to investigate his client's finances. The information she found was routine, except for one interesting item. Walsingham's fortune had been made in the import-export business. His earned fortune was substantial, but his wife Joyce's inherited wealth was much greater. Much, much greater. Interesting, he thought. Very interesting. Putting this new intriguing element aside, Wade spent the next 90 minutes researching and reading about the Bard's gravesite and the iconic church which housed it. The privacy accorded him by his enclosed workspace helped to germinate new ideas and theories. He tried to puzzle it out himself. Slowly, 
he could feel a new stratagem form in his mind, leading in an alternative direction and thereby suggesting a modified plan. His fecund think tank was suddenly invaded by Julia, who burst into the boardroom out of breath. He's here, she fired. I saw the red truck. He's here. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Check out the free access to this novel's accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, timelines, photos, illustrations, and diagrams at patreon.com slash markvinette if you enjoy what we do check the show notes and try supporting us in any way that you can thanks i'm mark vinette and i hope you enjoyed the listen The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.